Let's get this show underway. I think you should cut that bit, Ace, because <laughs> it's just we have rules you and guys regulations. Are such haters. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for calling me a hater. I'm starting to embrace that term now because I feel like it doesn't mean anything. You're just voice shaming me. No, no. we'll talk about that later. But before we do, let us introduce the show. Welcome one and all. This is Two Girls and a Mic. I am Miss Lala. And over there with the tone deaf Woo! sounding voice, she's, she's going off again. <laughs> Tell them your name, you idiot. <laughs> I am... <laughs> I am. <laughs> no, no, so okay, no more singing, no more singing. Because I need to rest my voice. I'm going on tour next year. Um, <laughs> to do what? <laughs> you are so shady. My name is She Talks, She underscore talks on Twitter. She Ms. does not sing, it is she. Talks. It's what I do best. I talk. <laughs> um, Ms. Ms. She underscore talks on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Holler at me. Thank you for um, coming back to us on our podcast. We are here once again with another lively episode of, as Lars said, Two Girls and a Mic. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to the show. I've been looking forward to this all week, actually. Have you? I have. I listened to last week's show and I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. Even if as I do well. say so myself so guys if you have an episode i think it was 16 16 features cut the chat boys um one being damon the barber who was brilliant and hey, one damon. being our lovely producer mr ace hey, hey. <laughs> yeah that was a really good show so we interviewed them for the first part and yeah. then got them involved in our various segments for the second part and we have a few more guests coming up we do in um may and june yeah we've got a long list going on yeah 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 yeah. i'm really looking for i'm really looking forward to all of them Mm. would it be unfair of me to say who i'm particularly looking forward to no go ahead i'm really looking forward to having dane in the (laughs) studio (laughs) dane cheryl is standing for you right now she's like oh my god he's coming oh my god it's gonna be amazing i can't wait i really really can't wait Dane has the jokes. Did you see the throwback videos that I posted from, from Bloggers Delight? Delight. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. From I those did. of you that don't know, I used to do an, a live event called Bloggers Delight and Dane was one of our special guests who we just used to get on quite a bit, actually. He became yeah. a bit of a regular and he is absolutely hilarious. So we've got him in the next few few weeks actually yeah. so it's this not... is dane baptiste yeah. comedian you may have seen him on live at the apollo mm. he's been on another bbc um show with another comedian Wait, i think called... sh- he's got his own show yeah he's got his own show he's but moving. i saw him i saw him on a show with it, it was him yeah and a guy called adam hess mm. who's another comedian and all i'm saying is i'm glad i wasn't watching it live because i then got to fast forward the other <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> but um, Dane killed it. <laughs> so, you know what? Big up, Dane. Yeah. <laughs> I am just being honest. <laughs> so, yeah, we're really looking forward to having Dane Baptiste in the studio with us in May. So, um, definitely, you've got to look out for that show. Um, and who else have we got coming in? We've got, oh, Chucky and Poet, they actually confirmed. So, those two boys, some of you will know that Chucky is a DJ and he's done a few things for like Link Up TV and everything so he's been going for a while my former jump off mate as well 
Um, we've also got poet. When you say your former jump off mate, no. well, we I used think to you need do to explain debates that, back in the wrong. day. At <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we used to do debates back in the day, which were on YouTube, which I I hate watching now because I'm just like, oh my god. Under the name Look, of jump. under the name of jump off TV right. debates. If you type it in, there's us just talking about things that we have no knowledge on, just guesstimating <laughs> and everything. It's just very funny, and it was way back when. And you know, my face is a little bit fuller and everything, and I look at my Myself, I'm like, oh my god, no! And I've said some things like I don't necessarily agree with now, which is really awkward to watch. Well, you know what? That's growth. That's I know. Change. It's just like I know I would never say that now, but you know, at the time I said it, so there you go. I have to own it. So yeah, so um, poet as well. He also used to do the jump off debates. He'll be coming in. They have their own podcast now, which is doing really well. It's called Halfcast. And for those of you who are like, oh my god, it's called Halfcast. What? 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 They will explain, I will ask them, why have you called it that? And they will, okay. They did actually explain it on one of their shows. Yeah. And it did make sense. And it was actually very funny. Um, but I'll get them to explain that to okay. people so it makes sense. So they are coming up. Yeah. I'm looking forward to um, meeting those guys and in- interviewing them mm. also. Um, who else have we got? We is Jodie coming in. Jodie is coming in. She had to delay because she had some issues and, and tissues and things that she had to sort out. But she definitely is coming back because she's like, I need to speak with you girls. Like okay. you, you and her got on like a house on fire when okay. you, you first met. So she will be back. We just have to reschedule. With right. And her. that's just, that's literally just our mate Jodie. Our I'm mate th- Jody. I think that's going to be Yeah, the it name will of the be. Show. We have um, Tea and Biscuits, which is another podcast, which is. Yay! Cheryl Blue and Mad News. For those that don't know Mad News, I will tell you that her tagline is I've been talking reckless since 2006. Ain't it since 06? 06, yeah, since 06. So that means 1906? Yeah. It might be 2006. And and she says says no licky licky Yeah, no licky. She's she's just not on it. If you're coming to her with foolishness, she's going to tell you about it. So shouts out to them. They'll be in the studio with us. And we also have my fave, Marcus Bronzy. I know why he's your fave, (laughs) I love Marcus. All I'm saying is, Marcus... Right? <laughs> Do I need to bring some tissues to wipe up all the slobber? <laughs> it won't be like that. We'll keep Am it I gonna purely be like professional. A, a third wheel on my own <laughs> podcast. You want to speak to Marcus about that. You know, be something said, you know, some I'm fangs. Looking, I'm looking forward to that. I'll, 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 I'll bring a fan. I will be blushing, I think. I'll bring a We're fan only blushing already. But and, I'll, and I'll bring a book to <laughs> occupy my time whilst he gets his flirt on. <laughs> when, I said, when I invited him, he said to me, oh my God, will I get to spend a whole hour with you? Oh I'm like, with me and Cheryl, please, please, you're blasting me. <laughs> he's so corny. But, but we love it. Yeah, he, um, again, does a podcast with Ace called How to Kill an Hour. And it's all about, it's about gadgets and things, Ace. Technology, yeah. yeah, technology. So if you're a tech head, Definitely go over there and have a have a listen to that. It's really yeah. good. And listen yeah. to our show when we interview <laughs> them. <laughs> For so real. we have got all of that coming up in the next few months. So yeah. we hope you're as excited as we are. Yay. Okay, okay man. So, La, mm. how's your week been? It's been trying, man. It's been... Do you know what? I feel like I'm... I'm, I'm living for the weekend and just to sleep mm. which is really bad but this weekend i had a really good one yeah shouts out to my nephew who showed me how to use a segway 
this weekend. <laughs> really? That child uses it like it's nothing. When I stepped on that thing, the thing nearly flew off and I nearly landed on my face. I was like, nah, this is some rich witchcraft. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing it. He was like, Auntie Lorraine, man, it's all right, Auntie. Look, look, let me show you. You put one foot here and one foot there, yeah? And then you just lean forward and then you want to go backwards. You just lean back. And if you want to spin around, you just, you just tell your brain to spin. And it was... Sp- I'm like, oh my gosh. But I'm like, okay, so I can go forward very slowly mm-hmm. and go backwards actually quite slowly as well. The spinning thing, I don't like. Mm. I don't like to spin too much. My brain can't take it. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for but segues. He is a pro. Like, we went to the local park. The kids were cl- like, oh my God, Callum, man, that's amazing. Look at him. He felt really like, like yeah, I'm the man <laughs> out here. I'm the man. So, shouts out to my nephew, boy. He put it down in the park. So, Spent the entire time with him, took him taekwondo, went McDonald's. Like that was my weekend. I thought you're off. McDonald's. I'm not. He, I'm off it. Right. He ain't. Oh right, right, right. right so right, when right. I'm with him, can we go on McDonald's now? Okay. Can we not? <laughs> can we go on that? I have to take him. So, you know, I don't get to see him as often as I would like to. So we go to the Mackey D's, have some nuggets and some chips and things. Aww. Yeah, and do the whole thing. So that was my that was my weekend. What'd you get up to? Auntie. Yeah. Um, Auntie Lala. Well, I have literally just been stressing out over various things. One of them being my computer breaking <laughs> down mid-project, <laughs> which has just been like... Let me not laugh because when that goes, it's like your life. La. I'm telling you. Everything is on it. I'm telling you, like, technology Mm. is so good, but when it fails you, boy, you feel like the failure. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. No. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) So, yeah, so I've been dealing with with, uh, lack of technology and just kind of getting ready for two um, cases which are coming up back to back, working on those and (coughs) a little bit of socialising, which is always Mm. good. Trying to, you know, trying to stay, um, trying not to just be such a a, a worker, workaholic. And I know that we were going to kind of talk about that coincidentally later on in the show where your career becomes your whole life. Um, Mm. So, yeah, just trying to really trying to maintain balance a bit like you trying to maintain balance yours is on a segue on a segue (laughs) mine's in life if you can do it on a segue you can do it in life i promise you (laughs) um also been still filming um my um the the talk show that i'm involved with time of the month Mm -hmm. so you guys can um check that out on youtube google it time of the month or totm chat a um, couple of episodes, about three or four episodes are out now. And what else have I been up to? Uh, I don't know, generally plotting to take over the world, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, then. <laughs> you know, we all got to have a hobby. Why not? <laughs> yeah, that's that's been it. That's been it. Okay, all right. So let's get on with the show, then. Okay, so first topic, Sheza. Okay. Oh, one that is close to my heart. Right. Do you believe that chivalry is dead? Okay. If so, what do you think killed it? Who is responsible? Mm. What thing is responsible? And has anything replaced it instead? Okay. Can I firstly say we got a shout out to who was it? Ben? Ben. Ben, ben Adafo. Thank you very much yeah. for um your email. We've been like going through tons and tons of them. 
and um, we promised that we would get everybody's, well, most of the good questions mm. out there. And Ben, you sent us in loads and we were really pleased about that. So shout outs to you. Uh, we'll probably tweet you after the show and let you know that yeah, we've used real, this particular question, which is, do you both believe that chivalry is dead? I do. Mm. I do. Why, Shezza? What's happened? I don't know. But the I thing mean... is, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's dead within the London subculture. Okay. When I meet guys from London mm. who are, you know, Londoners, mm. they're not about that chivalrous life. Mm. And I don't even mean, it doesn't, I'm not even saying about like in a relationship or anything. I literally mean, you know, you just meet guys and chivalry is nothing to do with dating or anything like that. Chivalry is literally just men being gentlemen. That's mm. the way I'm, I'm interpreting chivalry. Men being gentlemen um, for women, with right. women. <coughs> and I just don't really see that um, in London. I don't. I don't know, outside of maybe some of my cousins and stuff like that, people don't really, you know, open doors for you. Mm. And, um, well, actually, people do pay tabs and stuff like that. And, but guys do tend to do that. I think that may be more of an ego thing rather than them trying to <coughs> be, bless you, Thank rather you. than Thanks. them trying to be um, necessarily chivalrous, funnily mm. enough. But a lot of the whole kind of like opening the car door for you, opening the restaurant door for you, pulling out your chair for you and stuff like that, or standing as you come to mm. a table to meet them, that doesn't really go on. <laughs> I don't really see so that anymore. So are you saying if a man was to open up the car door for you, would you not find that wussy? No. <laughs> I wouldn't. I know I wouldn't find that wussy. You know, I'd find a that... certain individual was like, I think it was wussy, man. No, girl I think, at you like a wuss. no, I think that's really nice. <laughs> I think that's. I think it would. I think. I think if 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 they were doing it in a genuine yeah. way, that it's very nice. So I it's like not that wussy sort of or thing. creepy. Because no, that's another accusation, like you know. No, I don't find it creepy at all. Mm. I don't. I, no, I like at look. I've, <laughs> I've, I've seen. I've seen creepy in action. Yeah, I have that seen ain't it. That ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is not it. But you know, it's interesting. I think what it is. I think we're in a, a different time. Like you know, back in the day, maybe in our parents' day, grandparents' day, they had to do. I don't know. Like they had to have like a courtship, like courting. Nobody does that anymore. I don't mm. think people even know what that is mm. nowadays. So maybe because we don't have that anymore, that is what killed chivalry because You're, if you, you don't be right, you if you know. don't have that then what is there to be chivalrous about yeah like, or where, 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 what's the arena yeah in which to be chivalrous exactly so yeah. people aren't taught that anymore so it's just like i like you let's just go in nando's have two chicken but and even, go home. two two chicken <laughs> nando's <laughs> <laughs> but even in thing even in even in that kind of a scenario you know two two chicken nando's even if you go to like nando's you can still open a door mm. you can still say what would you like, like and yeah. then you know you do the whole order it's <laughs> kind of just like that kind of taking care of kind of being being the lead kind of role isn't that chivalry mm. yeah can you g google what what the actual definition of chivalry, of chivalry is. is because that's my understanding and interpretation yeah. of it i think I it's like basic it manners further. That's kind of topped off just a little bit more for that extra 
for that person that you like, you know, I really want to spend extra time with this person. So I'm going to do a little bit more extra than I, I would do. Yeah. I've still got basic manners because obviously I display that on this... a day-to-day basis. However, this girl that I like, yeah. I want to put in a little bit more extra just to show her. Yeah, but it's definitely between um, a man and a woman, is it? Um... When you're Because when you're saying basic manners, that's just any... Everyone yeah. should be operating with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basic but a lot of manners. people don't. You'd be surprised. Okay. Um, yeah. So I just feel like it's manners, and then you have manners that is kind of topped off. If you see what I'm saying, like yeah. you just go that little bit extra. Okay. So the the, the <coughs> definition of chivalry mm. that I have here um, before me is the methods of training mm. and standards of behaviour for knights in the Middle Ages. The code of chivalry emphasized bravery, military skill, generosity in victory, piety, and courtesy to women. I so I was kind of concentrating on the courtesy to women, women bit, yeah. But, but you... actually, it <coughs> encompasses um, bravery, military skill, generosity in victory. So I guess not being kind of like yay. <laughs> Fuck you, I won. Okay, I would have done it. Well, you can for anybody. Yeah, you can share my glory, (coughs) piety, and courtesy to women. So that's quite interesting. Mm. So I guess when we're asking this question, though, or when this question is being asked of us, um, Ben, I'm presuming that you're kind of focusing on um, dating aspect. Yeah, the the bit between men and women. But do you know? Funnily enough, even on that on that wider the true definition, the wider mm. definition in terms of um, men um, in their general kind of like behaviour, I still think chivalry is dead. Yeah, it doesn't exist. Yeah, I don't see... <laughs> and, you know... By I, that definition, definitely not. Yeah, I don't see... I, I, I see a lot of men being the absolute opposite of chivalrous <laughs> towards um women and yeah. i find that quite, i find it really really disappointing it's disturbing you know? as well i've do you know i remember there was a time i was walking into um a particular court building yeah and i had um i had my big bag with me obviously which has got all my you know my stuff in it mm. for work and um not my handbag li- like literally with my files my my laptop etc etc and there were say around five guys also coming into court all together as a guy and they were quite young um not not 15 or anything but kind of maybe 19 to 21 so yeah. I'm, i mean young perhaps relative to me and they started joshing with each other saying mm. like between like one must have said to the other oh so-and-so why don't you help the lady with her bag mm. and then that one was like why don't you help the lady with the all this time i've gone up the stairs with the between bag. themselves you know what i mean but yeah but on a real i would like to think if any of those guys were just like my cousins mm. or even in 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 future time you know someone like my son you know he wouldn't be going into a court building unless he's coming to to meet me in the name of jesus mm. um, <laughs> <laughs> um that 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 wouldn't have been a conversation. That would have been, you know, mind sees woman, bags big, let me help her. It's not even it's not even a thought process, it's a natural reaction. Right. Do you know what I mean? And the fact that what what struck me about it was the fact that 
one of them said it as a joke so mm. it became the joke but you, the subject matter of the joke wasn't your reality to just do it do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although you it's knew like the fact you that you're that... debating amongst yourselves right. is like if you actually had that in you, you would just be like, Oh, excuse me, do you need some help? Yeah. And that, that would have been the end of it. That, exactly. So the fact that you even knew of perhaps not a requirement, but somewhere inside you that that's something that could or should happen. Mm. Let me help this lady. And you didn't. It's kind of like, you know, that's that's the real opposite. Like given those boys, boys's eight boyses, given boyses, given their ages, do yeah. you think that, you know, they're kind of more inclined to think like, if I do that, then my guys are gonna like they're gonna tear me to shreds for for doing that because to them doing something like that, even though it's you know it's it's a good thing that they're doing, mm. they're gonna oh my god they're gonna rip me to shreds for doing something that's a good thing, but. You know, amongst my peers, they might look at that. Oh, look, you're being you're being whipped. Why if, are you doing that for? You yeah. know, if that if if that is the thought process, then that's quite sad because, you know, again with the definition, mm. remember bravery was a part of that. So yeah. you know, to to be a man and to to stand out from the crowd and to to go the extra mile, those are all perhaps the qualities of the brave. Mm. So in that kind of sense as well. That again, if if that re if that is the thought process, then that's the kind of sadness of it. That you know you can't step out of the shadow of your peer group and be seen to do something good for fear of what they're going to say to you. And yeah. you know, on a, on another level, putting aside um, chivalry, that's that's just whack anyway. Mm. If that's your thought process as a guy, I can't do it because my guys are going <laughs> to. That is. I always feel like men tend to lean more to that side anyway. Like, not all men, like, obviously you get... Do you mean you know, the side of peer pressure? Yeah. Right. Like, what are my boys going to say? Like, oh my mm. God, if I do this, what? And I feel like men do get to a point in their lives as they get older where they're just like, do you know what? What the hell am I doing? Like, mm. should be about me, my girl, my family and what have you. But I do think there's a period of time where men kind of very, you know, much think if I do this, then my mates are going to think X, Y, and Z about me. Mm. You know, I've, I've kind of lost track at the amount of kind of memes and just things I see on social media in regards to things that are like, as you said, the total opposite of mm. what chivalry is. And that's a whole generation of kids who think that this is how you're supposed to act around a female or towards a female mm. is really disturbing. They don't know what chivalry, they don't know what that is. Yeah. Right. They know, do you know what they know? These hoes ain't loyal. That's what they know. Mm. And that is a sorry, sad state of affairs that we're at right now. So what do you think, it, the next part of the question posed is what do you think has killed it? Do you think it is, um, but what, what has created that trend in perhaps young guys coming up if we focus on them mm. not um, behaving like that, because could should could therefore the blame be laid at the older kind of age group, maybe like our age group mm. now, the guys in our age group haven't maybe shown these yeah. youngers coming up that uh, I would sub subscribe to that. Like you have to teach chivalry to young boys. Yeah, they're just not going to know. And if you're not teaching them, then they will listen to Chris Brown. Yeah, because you, you know another thing. I remember I heard a guy say once that um, because he had been, I think he'd 
he, he, he said something like he was sick and tired of holding doors open for women, mm. not like opening the door for women that he was with, but maybe just in, in general, general, holding a door open if he saw a woman and not getting a thank you, mm. that he was going to give up doing that. And my response to that was, why would you let other people mm. affect what should be inherent just in yeah. you? Because that means, I mean... That's, yeah, and the thing is, if they're not saying thank you for you, that says more about them than it does about you. Right. So you're going to change up your whole way of being because a couple of women didn't have the mindset to say thank you yeah. to um to you for opening a, a door. Like, why would you do that? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and the, but the reason I bring that up <laughs> is that some people do say, use that as an excuse to say, mm. oh, well women don't like or women don't like that kind of stuff or they don't respond well to that sort of stuff or I don't think the modern woman wants that and so I'm just not going to be like that and I just mm. think I wonder if that's a reality or is that a convenient cop-out yeah and also as well what kind of response do you really want is it just a thank you or do you want I don't know what what is it that what 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 are you expecting yeah because to be honest with you even without without a thank you you mm. should if if you're that way inclined to open a door to offer up your chair mm. to maybe a woman on the tube or something like that to to hold a heavy to carry a heavy bag if required if you're inclined to do that you would do that anyway anyway yeah. come rain or shine do you know what i mean yeah. and i think maybe it's some people are you want to use it as some kind of validation maybe get some kind of validation from women. Whereas it's just something that you should do. Like my manners don't go up and down depending mm, on who I'm with. Exactly. It's just who you are inherently. Yeah. So yeah, nah. So I don't, no. I, I don't think I, I, I the, as I said, the reason I, I brought that bit up is because I know that some men will say, well, I'm not like that because of, because women, because women don't, because right. women do this. It's a bit like women, me saying right, that's it. I've had three men cheat on me in my life and I'm not going to be with any men anymore because all men are dogs and all men are cheaters. Yeah. No, yeah. just the three crappy ones that I picked up. Yeah. You yeah. Know. And even if it's, you know, even if it's, if it's every woman that you hold a door open for doesn't say thank you in the past, you know why you're doing it because you know that you were raised that way you feel as though it's the right thing to do, continue doing it. Mm. That's what I would say to guys, continue doing it. Um, so going on to what has replaced it. <laughs> well, like you said, oh, <laughs> Chris Brownisms. <laughs> the thing is, I've read this really interesting article a few months ago and it was about basically R&B um, being like R&B's dead. Mm. So we've we've had these like, I'm getting, you know, we've had these arguments before and what they kind of said in the article is that, you know, the the 1990s and, you know, early 2000s, clearly that was the gold, we call that the golden era for a reason because yeah. the music was just on point. So you had the R&B artists back then who would sing about love and like serenading the girl and everything and they were like yeah. tunes upon tunes and, you know, they weren't, to they weren't slushy or anything like that, but at the same time they kind of evoked an emotion where... You know, today you don't see that now. Today R and B rappers want R and B singers rather rather yeah. wanna be like rappers. Like they talking about, you know, all kinds of things. You're just like, wait, 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 yeah. where did we where did this 
go. Like I think there's a definite trend of R and B singers wanting to. Make yeah, it's like wait, there was harmonious yeah, rappers. <laughs> you know, back in the day, like you could tell, like these were the rappers and these were the R and B singers, yeah. and this is what they do and this is what they do. But now it's like they all merge into one. Like I've lost track of like reading daily mail articles and the guardian articles when they do a feature on particular you know african-american artists mm. um you know when i was reading about um k michelle for instance <laughs> in the daily mail they kept they keep calling her a rapper the woman has never rapped a day in her life i'm like she is an r&b singer but because so many r&b artists nowadays like to sing like they are a rapper with quite aggressive lyrics very provocative lyrics as I said, these hoes ain't loyal and all the rest of it. And, yeah. you know, somebody eating somebody's booty hole and, all you know, oh, all of gosh. these songs. Then, like, of course, they're going to be, like, addressing Kami Show, as I said, who's never rapped as a rapper because I they're think, just, you I know, get lazy that. journalism and everything. But, you know, it's easy for them to just pick up yeah. one example and just kind of put everybody in the same. I get that point. Thing. But given that the example is the Daily Fell, I yeah. just find... I, it's not know, just them. Yeah. It's, it's a whole string of them where I'm just like, Guardian, they do it. This, and I expect a little bit more from them. They've done it before. Telegraph, yeah. they've done They've all done it. Yeah. You know, what was there was something that I was thinking about when you were saying... Um, actually, I think I already made the point that mm. I agreed with you that um, singers are like in that kind of genre, R&B singers are more kind of swerving towards basic... They're there. Yeah. They are there. Yeah. Rap, like, kind of like... Mm. Not... Yeah, kind of like rap lyrics. Mm. Not... I, I mean, not, you know, the whole of hip-hop. I'm just specifying a particular kind of area. Maybe it's in that kind of... That kind of sexual yeah. men, women type zone yeah it's the not lyrics. about love that's the thing yeah, no, it's, it's actually about let's do the nasty girl yeah <laughs> and they're not even i'm being i'm being clean with it that's my clean edit yeah. there's some songs out there i'm like wait wait a wait a minute Where did we go? i'm like i can't listen to this can't do this yeah my ears are on fire like, where's the love no love okay yeah, no, just I get like you. get it in and get it out so you've got a whole bunch of them obviously chris is one of the top ones, you've got Trey Songs, August Alcina. I like Trigger Trey though. <laughs> the thing is, I don't dislike the songs. However, what I do dislike is that there's no happy medium. Yeah. It's just all the way to the left. Like, I would love to hear, you know, a bit more of Miguel, shall we say, mm. who to me is probably one of the few R&B artists that who is trying to... He's keeping it slushy. Yeah, keeping it like, you and know, mushy. love a bit of... And gushy. Yeah, can't we have a bit of that? Yeah. Is that is that wrong? Like. Yeah. Am I wrong for wanting that? I'm not saying no, that I, get I you. you know, when when Loyal comes on, I'll be the first to admit it. I am there like bouncing around because as much as that song is like probably one of the most catchy, degrading songs in the world, so right? Mm. There is a, I guess there is a space for it if you like because French Montana's verse is whack though. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> there is I mean, a... how, how long? How long is that guy going to be around for? Ace. Oh God. Did the industry actually rate French Montana? Yeah, they do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it just looks like a thumb to me. <laughs> just... He really does. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Can we do away with <laughs> in 2016? Clearly, clearly not. Clearly not. Gosh. But like, you know, I'm going to defend Laurel just a little bit because I, I'm not about this. It can only be one thing. I really would like, you know, just something across the board. And I don't understand why there's such a concentration on, you know, songs that are just really just OTT. Because they're fuckboys that are making them. Okay. That's why. And that is why Chivalry is dead. Because you can't explain to a fuckboy what Chivalry is because he would just look in your face and be like, nah, man. (laughs) Can you spell that for me? (laughs) Nah, that ain't going to work for me. What you do and this is what you... Like, nah. You couldn't. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Okay, so unfortunately, Chivalry is dead. Mm Mm-hmm. What what was that... um, um, tune that my um my husband in my head made nas hip-hop is dead hip-hop is dead yeah i think you should splice that in producer have you got money to pay nas because <laughs> i don't no i got i got other things i can pay nas with you don't want them goodies <laughs> <laughs> them damaged goods god forbids <laughs> why would you say such things god forbids i'll send it back to you which nonsense <laughs> All right, it's okay, Nas. Your song is safe. Don't worry. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, right. let's move on. Do you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about body shaming. Yeah. And I I want to talk about it because, again, I need to stay off the Daily Mail because I read things on there and it just gets my, my yeah, blood no, boiling. It really does set me that, on the wrong path. However, there was an article that they did today on um, Naomi Campbell and Kate Moss. Mm-hmm. And what they were doing was a light-for-light light comparison in regards to their career and just their lives in general. Mm-hmm. But there was also a section on there where they talked about them in terms of looks. Mm-hmm. Now... Queen Slayomi, as mm-hmm. I like to call her, clearly looks a lot better than Kate. Kate mm-hmm. has lived a life of excess and it shows. You can mm-hmm. see that her face isn't what it was. She hasn't maintained it. Her body, you know, she's not big, but at the same time, she looks out of shape, is what mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. So I posted this story in a group that we're both members of mm-hmm. and had a couple of people leave a couple of comments you know most of whom were like you know you're well boy black don't crack so we know that's why Naomi looks the way she does mm-hmm. and blah 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 because she's the greatest of all time right okay as I said queen slay me mm-hmm. and there was another person who left a comment in there and she said something that really it bugs me because I've heard it said to me before mm-hmm. and um <sighs> just yeah, anyway, what she said was basically the reason why Naomi looks the way that she does is, is because she hasn't had any kids, whereas Kate Moss has. And oh, I please. was like, okay, first of all, oh, please. I don't think you can blame Kate's children for the way that she Child. Looked. Child, rather. She's got one child. I'm sure she's, she's probably in her teens now. So that means, like, what, 12 to 13 years, she's actually spent that time kind of, as I said, living a life of excess and not looking after herself. So within this article... I think the Daily Mail actually pointed out the things that Naomi does in order to maintain, you know, her mm. looks. She's mm. a model. She makes her money off of her body. So clearly she takes her her her, yeah, her so brand seriously more than Kate does. But, yeah, but Kate's a model right. as well. So why is that? An, that's not an excuse. It's, Naomi, n- it's not an excuse. Just, Naomi, Naomi was, was always, in my view, mm. being that I hold her as, you know, one of the greatest models of all time, if yeah. not the greatest she yeah. says fans in <laughs> Naomi's body was always banging mm. and even the thing is Naomi has 
has had her issues with excesses and mm. with you know those have been um well publicized in some quarters of the media but for me Naomi she, like she's she's grades and grades and grades mm. and grades and grades above um um what's her face mossy have you seen that video of of her of um Naomi saying to um, this other model <laughs> on the face. Do not compare yourself to me. You are it. not on my level. You will never be on my level. <laughs> I was like, yes. No, I think listen. I might have that footage. That's how I know, like, what was that? Oh, sorry. Kate Moss's daughter apparently is 13 years old. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, Slayomi, she just told this woman about herself. And it was like, you can't compare. She's like, she's the G at this. Don't do it. Don't do it. So she had to tell her. But let me just play it. <laughs> don't compare. Don't compare. Wait a minute. Don't, no, no, no. Don't compare. They don't compare your yourself never, to me. They would never make you walk are in not a dress on my level, Nicole. Longer. You never will be on my level. <laughs> 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 you notice how I got Loved exactly it. the words down word for word because one day I want to say that to someone <laughs> do not compare yourself <laughs> to me I say it every day and the reason head. why the kid thing really annoys me because it's like there are women okay Kate and 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 um think Kate and Naomi aside there are women ordinary women that I know that who have had multiple children yeah, and are still able to maintain themselves because they know it's good for their health. They don't use their kids as an excuse to not to not look after themselves. Mm -hmm. So the reason why I'm kind of going back to the whole body shaming thing or, you know, is because this girl was more or less accusing the Daily Mail of, you know, shaming them, which they were. However, the point that she was making to me was null and void because it's like, it's got nothing to do with kids. She looks that way because she has chosen to live that lifestyle. Yeah, but I don't understand. I thought, is was her point or is your point that she, that they, that, that competition or that um, co comparison is body shaming mm. or... But there were, there were elements within the article where they were comparing their bodies, comparing their faces, mm -hmm. even comparing their hair as well at one mm -hmm. point as well. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of kind of like, oh, look at her and she looks like this. And at this age, they look like this. And at this age now, they look like this, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So she took it as like, oh, look, they're just shaming these women and blah, blah, blah. But are they shaming them if they're models? And that's kind of like- But that's their, what I'm saying. That's the currency that they're Naomi understands in. that this is my, this is how I make my money. So it needs to look- Yeah, no, but I mean, in terms of not just Naomi understand that, but was, I think, are you saying that the person who had a problem with it, yeah. had a problem with it in terms of the general article? It doesn't matter if it was Naomi, doesn't matter if it was Kate, doesn't matter if it was, you know, Linda, doesn't matter mm. if it was Cindy, it was the fact that they had women and they were comparing their Well, she just, she didn't, she just, she just mentioned the two of them. She didn't say, she actually focused on Kate having children, which is why she looks the way that she does. Right, right, right. She didn't right, say, right. oh, this is a Daily Mail coming again and shaming two particular women, right, right, blah, blah. Right. That was her standpoint. So, which is why I was like, no, because that, you know, if you look at ordinary women who have, multiple kids remember Kate's only got the one you know they mm. still have the sense to be like you know what I'm gonna look after myself so you know if you are coming from the point of view that the Daily Mail is messing up because they are shamed and I understand that but if you're coming from the point of view it's, it's down to children mm. then no let's not do that yeah but I don't I don't necessarily agree that that article is 
even the children thing aside is shaming them mm. for for this in this discreet example because i know how some of those kind of newspapers do tend to mm. always focus on women and their bodies and what they look like and their boobs and their side boobs and their wrinkles and their non-wrinkles mm. and their botox and all the rest of it but i think i haven't i haven't read this article right but if you are comparing the currency that these two women trade in, which is their looks and how long they've been in this industry and how have they fared, how have they held up yeah. now? Although it is a little bit kind of obnoxious to do that, but I'm just thinking on the basis that they are models. Mm. I and can kind of, top, the top, top models. Yeah, when you I think of models, of, you actually do think of Kate and Naomi actually and because of because of how long they've been in it yeah. I can see that you would I can see where the angle the initial perhaps <laughs> the initial idea and then you can see how it went left <laughs> as soon as they started writing yeah <laughs> I think that's man. what I'm saying yeah. yeah I can see where the angle is look these two models they've been in it for so long let's look how they've kind of like held up but then once you start pointing out Kate's baby paunch or whatever this yeah. woman had an issue with then yeah, perhaps it has gone a little bit left. But I don't know. I don't know if it is body shaming. Is that the point that she made? Oh, it's shaming. It was just yeah, I guess so. But she, when she mentioned the kids, I was like, can we stop doing that? Mm. Can we stop? Because I think it's actually because I've had this done to me personally in regards to as you as you lot know, I've been on my own little personal weight loss journey. And whenever I've met somebody who I used to know back in the day, or maybe used to go to my school, because when I was in school as a teenager, I was really big. Were so you? Really, yeah. I'll show you pictures. Like, my face was out there and everything. I can't imagine that. Yeah. Though. Very. So, obviously, they know me as La from back then. So, mm. when they see me now, 2015, 2016, they're like, wow, you've lost a lot of weight, blah, 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 and everything. And then they, like, do this. Have you had any kids? And I'm like, no, I haven't. Mm. That's the reason. It's like... No, it's not. Mm, it's like mm, I wake mm. up pretty early in the morning. I get myself to the gym and I try and watch what I eat, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So I just find it really quiet. You're diminishing the work that I've actually put in to do mm. this. And then mm. when I turn around and say to them, well, how old, how old is your child? Oh, my child's like 15, 16. So you mean to tell me within the space of 15 to 16 years, you haven't been able to do to what I back. do. And then when I look at, you know, people like, as I said, I don't want to say that to people too much because as I, I don't have children, so I don't know what it's like to have that experience of raising kids. Mm. However, I had a mum who had me, who wasn't a small child, and then had twins mm. and was able to get herself together and be like, you know, I, I can't have all this weight on me. Mm. She went, I know there's other women that I know, like ordinary women, because, mm. you know, you find at times when people want to use the argument, oh, Naomi's got money, that's why she... Well, no, because my mum ain't, ain't got no money. Yeah. My don't have no money. This woman that I know that lives down the road who's got four kids, she ain't got no money, but she yet she's managed to do a little something. And it's these things here. It's like, don't diminish what these women have accomplished because you right, haven't right, done right. that. Don't diminish me. I'm, yeah. I'm not here for so it. So that's almost like the opposite or some kind of different level of the, on, the, on the kind of spectrum of body shaming. It's not even like body shaming. It's almost like the only reason why yeah you look like that otherwise it wouldn't happen for you like are yeah, you mad yeah, yeah yeah no let's not go there but so do you think we as women are too too critical of other women's bodies yes i think we're actually worse than men a lot of the times mm. i feel like you know 
you have some women who like will champion other women to you know the tenth power be like that's amazing go ahead and then you have another set of women who are just like oh how you look and look you up and down and kind of study how you look what you have on and blah 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 and mm. they'll have they will act like they're complimenting you but in mm. the same breath it's like they're taking back the compliment with a backhanded compliment and like mm. not realizing do you realize what you just said to me wasn't actually yeah you know i kind of i kind of get that from the point of view of when i was um a bit younger mm. um i've i've always been slim mm. i've always been slim all my siblings are slim um that people used to say people wouldn't would never describe me as slim mm. oh actually people who wanted to pay me a genuine compliment would say oh you have a lovely figure yeah oh you're really slim mm. you know you know th yeah. they'll be trading off that but people who weren't trying to really pay you a compliment but they would be kind of like com commenting on your figure would be like oh my gosh you're so skinny oh like yeah yeah that's what i'm saying there are trigger words and it's like that is not a compliment yeah. to say that to me what you're trying to say is that i don't eat which yeah. is why i'm like this which i did <laughs> oh i eat <laughs> you know how much it's like I eat. no i eat yeah. i'm just like this yeah yeah oh you're so skinny oh my gosh you are so skinny you mm. if yeah. i had a pound for every, <laughs> every time. time i heard that and that that was a marked difference to the kind of women and guys who would just be like, yeah, you got a great figure. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's a there's a difference, isn't there? Yeah. When you're saying skinny, I know that you can see that I don't I, I don't carry fat, mm. but you're not saying it in any kind of positive, positive affirming way, yeah. way yeah. kind of thing. So is I it think passive aggressive is is that the time? I don't know what it. I guess that yeah. could fall into that category actually. I guess so. I yeah. would actually, and I just like I just I spot it instantly. It's something I'm just like. Yeah, you, and I that think wasn't that, genuine. I, I think you're right. I think that does, or it's more likely for that to come from women mm. um, than men. I've had that experience at the hands of women. If, if I can't even, I, I'm not even sure that mm. I have had that particular experience at the hands of men. I don't. You, I think you're right. I think women are m more hypercritical mm. of other women and their body shapes and sizes than men tend to be. Yeah. Unless men just keep all their, you know, keep it all private and chat between themselves oh boy, about it. I say it. of men, a hole is a, just a hole. So, <laughs> they're really business about fat or skinny, to be fair. <laughs> that is such a crude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I say it all the time. I don't know why, but... Maybe that's true. Because it is. True. That's why. <laughs> okay, so... Yeah, so, yeah... That's all I had to say to that. But um, the word shaming in itself, like, have we overused that word? Like nowadays, you feel like it's there's body shaming, victim shaming, slut shaming, all these kind of shamings. And, you know, sometimes, you know, do we just do we mistake shaming for like you just need to hear the facts or the matter or the truth? Mm, I think, yeah, I, I mean, there's that's that's a complex question in that there's more than one question in what you've said yeah. but I think you're right because if someone had said um, to me that people who say oh you're so skinny that's like body shaming mm. I'd be like no I would have distilled <laughs> it down to hating yeah. no they're not they're hating yeah. do you see what I'm saying but I mean that somebody be... else though might be like she's body shaming you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shame on her don't let her do that to you yeah. you will not be a victim <laughs> and that's the thing because I never 
maybe it's 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 the perception of it because I would never have. I kind of saw it for what it was. Do you know what I mm. mean? I always I always saw it because I was I it was perceivable, especially in comparison to other compliments that you get, which were kind of like positive and affirming. So you could kind of notice the difference in those ones. So right. I would never see myself as a victim. It always made me kind of side eye the person who would say it like that because then I'd think you're not really mm. complimenting me. Real? Yeah. Ooh, and I can, you, you know, I can see you. Like, I see you. <laughs> so I never really felt like a victim. So would, have I been body shamed then in that sense? I think every woman has for one thing or another. It might be, you know. No, no, but in that sense, when someone's saying that that is body shaming, mm. if I don't feel as though I've been, sh have I been body shamed? Mm. do you know what i mean yeah like how do you take it on yeah because you could have easily been like, oh my god i'm so offended by you saying that to me how yeah and i'm sure there are women out there that have said that you know to someone that's been like, oh you know, look at you like really skinny mm. like and then the, the person's taking it on board and yeah developed some kind of complex about it yeah i mean i don't know so is there some kind of overuse going back to your question mm. of the word shaming I don't know. I think as with, with all things, it just comes up these buzzwords and people want to like, yeah. you know, conveniently have that kind of section of, 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 of what's going on at the moment. So yeah, like you said, there's body shaming, there's slut shaming, there's victim shaming, but you know, I understand those terms. Yeah. I understand where they, they come oh, from. Oh, they exist. I'm not saying that they don't. But in that yeah. scenario, mm. in terms of someone saying that, I don't think that is it. Mm. I don't think that's that's body shamed. I never felt body shamed. Yeah. I always felt body proud. <laughs> <laughs> there you go then. I guess it's it's down to you as an individual how you take it how you take it on. Do you I think inherently we can always feel when somebody is really trying trying their best to kind of put you down for what who you are. Mm. You know. So if you didn't feel that way, you mm. didn't feel that way. Mm. No one can turn around and say, you should feel offended by that. If you don't feel that way, then you don't. Yeah, because there is a whole kind of industry of people um, wanting people to feel hurt yeah. and upset and offended <laughs> and angry, you know? And I just don't. Yeah. What you gonna do? What I you gonna do? Don't. And the thing is, it's, it's up to you. You can tell if you're offended, don't feel any way of telling anyone that is offensive to me. Mm. And I don't like it. And I appreciate if you didn't do it again. But if you, equally, if you're not offended, then don't be. Mm. Mm. You know? Mm. Okie dokie. La? Yeah. I wanna go through a relationship dilemma. All right, cool. Let's do this, man. So, as I said, we've been going through our emails. Keep your emails coming in to us actually at um the email address, which is two which is the number two, two girls podcast at gmail.com. That's mm -hmm. two G I R L S P O D C A S T at Gmail dot com. And we um, we'll read out your relationship dilemma. We will answer any questions that you have for us. And, or if you just want to shout out, yeah, man. let us know. Okay, so, 
um, the relationship dilemma that we have today is this. It's from a guy, <laughs> I'm not going to read out his name, who says, my girlfriend is complaining that our relationship is getting stale, guys. We've been together for, t- for three years, so of course the honeymoon period is over. She's mainly complaining about the things we used to do. We used to be a social couple, going out to dinner, cinema, etc. But now we've slowed down, which I think is a great thing to do as it's saving more money for our future but how do i freshen oh how do i freshen up the relationship (laughs) without spending too much money we do walks and stuff but i need some original ideas please help do you know i thought this was just gonna kind of like be a little whinge and oh my girlfriend's doing this she's she's always draining my pocket you You thought it was gonna be one of them yeah i didn't know that it was gonna be um okay how do i freshen up the relationship without spending too much money they already go for walks apparently um but he needs some original ideas boy i'm out of this question boy i haven't had a date for a long time so i couldn't give you none well i (laughs) think look you guys you said that you used to go to um restaurants and stuff like that Mm. obviously eating in is very intimate is very intimate very sexy as well and it's less expensive than eating out but now the weather is getting Mm -hmm. better you can perhaps maybe eat out al fresco yeah so maybe taking your girlfriend having a picnic Mm. you could make some homemade stuff you can you know buy some stuff in but it obviously it's not going to be as expensive as restaurant food which always comes as a premium and you can take her to maybe a park a really nice park one of maybe one of yeah, london's I quite parks. like greenwich park is really pretty yeah mm. okay is it greenwich park or is it black no it's blackheath i'm thinking of depending on what what side of town they're yeah. from take her to a park and maybe you know, have a picnic. I think mm. that's a really good idea. It's a lovely idea. Yeah, I like that. There's some canal spots as well. Like, if you've got canals where you live, it's actually quite nice yep. to sit along there. Yep. And, you know, have a nibble. Yeah. Hold hands. Look at the ducks on yeah. the water. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know, do you know what I um, really used to like doing as well? Um, and I don't say this just because I've got a convertible, but I used to like just driving somewhere Mm. or being driven somewhere and literally it's like late at night just looking up at the stars and just chatting Mm. that was just like but i don't know maybe was that that was kind of outside of the dating period maybe that was but you can still do that kind of Of stuff you You know it kind of helps you to connect with your significant other Mm. rather than being distracted if you're in a cinema then you can't really talk with yeah. each other you can't interact because obviously there's a film playing yeah. you can't do that sometimes when you're in a restaurant you know there's other people there yeah. can be a bit noisy so you know you can use this time to kind of connect with your other half a little bit better yeah because to think. me communication is key to keeping things kind of like yeah. fresh between the two of you making sure you're on the same page so I think that's that's an idea and also let me just try and think of a third one so you can Go for a long drive at night, um, picnic in the park. Um, well, look, I mean, I don't really go to carnival, mm. okay, but the Notting Hill Carnival's coming up. Mm-hmm. That is a free event. But outside of carnival, there are loads of free events that go yeah. on across London, you know. Especially during the summer, so maybe yeah, Google it, man. Have a look and see what's going on. Yeah. 
there were loads mm. of there were loads of museums um there were loads of exhibitions mm. which you can either get free entrance to or you just pay you know a, a donation of your of your likings to, to to gain entry to those kind of things go on time out london or like last said google it mm. or just you know type in what's going on in london and there are so many different exhibitions art exhibitions depending on what your partner is interested yeah. in um I remember, tate is great like they always have some great like exhibitions in there and everything and obviously because it's on the south bank there's always stuff going on yeah yeah around there yeah. always even know. there even the little um foodie kind of market thing yeah that's quite nice um there are loads of places in london that you can just kind of like stroll take in the atmosphere another kind of place where you know that it's kind of just interesting mm. it's a nice environment borough market in yeah. london um sampling some of the foods down there mm. <laughs> trust you to say I've been there before have I'm you so crazy. and i always act like it's at first like, can i can i taste can i taste that cheese can oh, I, look, can she's I back taste, again can i taste that cheese <laughs> or in the little the the the, the cakes bit oh can i can oh, i try that cake? you know it's really good last year i went to the udderbelly festival where's is, that it's on um south bank okay and they set it up every year and they have like comedians there there, they have musicians there mm-hmm. they have like obviously like lots of food stores there and everything and it's really good and, and is it free yeah, it is free you see yeah that's what i'm talking about last year i went to this um thing called africa in i can't remember it's on the south bank as well it I was in it was in covent it was in covent garden yeah it was in the main piazza in covent garden and um the headlining act was a um a artist called asha a nigerian artist female artist and mm. that was fantastic and that was free mm. do you know what i mean me and my cousins went down there um and we just we literally went to a supermarket yeah bought some drinks and we were just out yeah, there okay. just having a good time mm. i saw rich down there shout yeah. out to rich you know do you know what i mean it was it was really good and that was free of charge mm. so what you just have to do um our relationship dilemma person this is not really a dilemma you've got it covered london has got you covered mm. you know just find out some free things to do going on over the summer or things that are happening now um, places to go I think the most that you'll be paying for is transport and a couple of nibbles yeah that's it so good luck with your relationship email us twogirlspodcast at gmail.com and let us know how it's getting on and let us know if you do get up to anything interesting um, over the summer um, okay La mm. next Shady Corner versus the light now I kind of like I did kind of did my one already when I was speaking I about. didn't like the way you introed that. You just went shady corner versus the light. So, all right, let me let give me it a start that one again. Let me give it okay. a drum roll for you. Hold on. Okay, go on. That was rubbish. Come on. So I'm quiet. Okay, so everybody, now is our now is the time for the next section, which we like to call Shady Corner versus the Light. <laughs> that was that awful. Was better. <laughs> You know what it is, shady corner. Just things that we just think. Look, just just get over there and stay over there. Never, never, never to darken our day with your with your nonsense ever again. Yeah. So, you know, as I said, I kind of touched on mine, and I I really just can't take people who make excuses and try to d- diminish your efforts. Yeah. 
you know yeah. i'm just not here for it at all so when you see me please don't say to me oh you look really good but it's because you haven't had any children because mm. that is not the reason i mm. promise you now um you know she has obviously sneak I'm, this yeah sneak i'm not this, in like obviously i'm clearly not in your industry but i'm yeah. sure you know of some women who work in your industry that have kids that have husbands and they're still very successful yeah at what they do yeah. so for anyone to, like, please don't do that. We no, all... I can even give you another example. Oh, go ahead. So, th and this is this is strictly, like, work-based. Yeah. So, essentially, um, it was Friday, and my clerks, this is a long story, my clerks basically <laughs> jerked me, because I don't really like working Friday afternoons. All right. Okay, these were my, my old set of clerks in my old chambers. Yeah. So, I didn't really like working Friday afternoons. I'd like, if I'm doing, if I'm not in a trial, I'll be in court Friday morning. Don't try and get me to work Friday afternoon. But I'm also partial to an afternoon or evening nap, which I think you know a lot. So essentially, I missed the call on Thursday evening where they were telling me what's going on on Friday. Right. This is all perhaps unnecessary background, but long story short, so I had a Friday afternoon case. So even walking into this case, I'm annoyed. I'm just thinking to myself, ah, oh, I don't even want to be here. <laughs> so... Um, I've picked up, I've actually had to pick up the papers on Friday morning. So then I've done my Friday morning work, come to Friday afternoon, um, reading the case, reading the case, reading the case. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, it's, it's um, an appeal from the magistrate's court to the Crown Court, which means it's a rehearing of the whole hearing, but in the Crown Court, in front of a judge and two lay magistrates, mm -hmm. in front of a Crown Court judge and two lay magistrates. So I'm reading the papers, I'm reading the papers, I'm reading the papers, I'm like, this charge is not even made out. So now I'm excited, because I'm like, I, this is, this ain't, this is rubbish. <laughs> you know, for starters, I know I'm winning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I always do about this time. But for starters, I know I'm winning. So let me see what I can do with this. Mm. Spoke to the prosecutor, pointed out, look, mate, you can't really make this, you make out this charge. I don't know how he was found guilty in the lower court, but because you can't really make out this charge. Oh, no, disinterested, doesn't want to hear. Oh, okay. So then I've looked at who the judge is, and the judge is my then head of chambers. Yeah. So we get into court, we're opening the case, and I told you this is a really long story, <laughs> but basically... Um, when he says what the case is about, I stand up and I say, um, I wonder if I can point out these issues at this stage. I know right. it may seem I mean, it may seem unusual, but if I can point this out on the face of the evidence, taking the evidence at its highest, the Crown can never make out this charge. Mm. Um, and the judge got the point, not because he's my head of chambers, but because okay. the point was the point. point. Yeah, yeah. Then, um, and he turned to the prosecutor immediately and said, because it was, to me, it was startlingly obvious, startlingly obvious, obvious. Turned to the prosecutor and said, how are you going to, how are you going to make this out when all of the witnesses say that this happened? Mm. All of the witnesses say B happened, but your charge is that A happened mm. and A and B don't match. Just cannot match in, mm. in, in any way, shape or form. He's just being so, so tone deaf. He doesn't, he doesn't get the points. Mm. So um, I stand up again and I say, I can see that this point is being misunderstood, but can I just make it clearer? Okay, I accept. You don't, you can read those witnesses. Mm. I accept it. And then, you know, we'll, I'll make the point at the necessary point. No, no, no. He wants to call a particular witness. He wants to call the witness live because things might change. Okay. 
Call the witnesses, Lasha. There were three witnesses now. Call them. I ain't got no questions for no one. Mm. So <laughs> just sitting there watching. I'm doing my best. Actually, I'm just like, no questions. No questions. No questions. <laughs> Come to the um, end of the prosecution case. I make my point again. Judge goes out with the wingers. Come back. Of course, case is dismissed. The prosecutor mm. then says to me, oh, it must be nice having a judge who bats for you. <gasps> I was like, so not only do you not even know the basics mm. of this particular charge, not only can you not even see when it's pointed out to you on the face of the papers, not only do you not see that your witnesses haven't even come up to the required level to make out that charge, but you don't even, you cannot even see beyond me pointing it out yeah and me making the submission oh you he just knew he just tr was trying it diminishing yeah. trying i just it. looked at him and i just nodded he my thought head. if i say that to you you might be like oh my god yeah you're right oh, oh he don't know me <laughs> oh god i'm so sorry yeah you're absolutely right everything was all down to the judge <laughs> if it wasn't for him you know that i i couldn't have made that point because i needed because i didn't to just that. walk into court and yeah. make the point that i just and made now just like, that you stop and it's like no it's time for us to own all of our achievements Thank you. and if anybody is out there trying it to, to try it just trying to like you know step on anything that you've that you that you've done yeah then you need to put them straight It'd be like no actually it isn't not it's just put X, them y, straight Z. put them into bloody shady corner right, exactly <laughs> right in the corner and tell them to stay in there until they get it right do not pass go do not collect 200 pounds okay so the person that I want to go into Shady Corner may have all the other occupants of Shady Corner running a mile, la, because mm. I feel really strongly right. about this one. So the person I want to put into Shady Corner is um, Katie Hopkins. Um, mm, she yes. is an ex-apprentice uh, um, contestant. She is... I don't know, because you're going to have to bleep me out if I really start describing her. Mm. <laughs> Producer, if I really say what I want to say about her, you're going to have to bleep me out. So let's just, um, you know, just leave it there. Katie Hopkins. So she recently wrote an article in that same raggedy-ass <laughs> newspaper about the death of a young boy who's been killed recently in... Um, South London sadly become a victim to knife crime um, and I don't really want to say his name because you know you don't know who's listening to this and it happened so recently and I can just imagine that the family will still be so raw about it and um, I've also heard on the news that there are three three young men who have been arrested um, on suspicion of the murder. I think, yeah, they've been arrested and indeed charged right. um, for the murder of this young boy. So there's a forthcoming trial in which, you know, evidence is going to be presented about what happened on the unfortunate day that this young boy died. Mm -hmm. We haven't heard that yet. When I say we, I mean Joe Public, us, yeah. me, you, Katie, members of the public. We haven't heard it yet. So imagine my horror... Mm. That this bitch, mm. knowing, 
I would say nothing mm. about the background of the young boy that died. Writes this disgustingly sneering article, basically saying that, oh, you know, it's 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 the liberal quarters of maybe the press or this country that mean that we just don't say it like it is. If this boy is dead, it's probably his own fault. Is one of her disgustingly sneering conclusions mm. in this article that just had me raging. And also comparing um, the victim of this offence to another um, guy. Like a soldier who um, came from a similar, well, similar background, similar she back- says. As, as, as much as she knows, yeah. a similar background. And because he had made something of his life, mm. i.e., you know, become a, a soldier or whatever it was that he was and hadn't succumbed to um, being a victim mm. of knife crime, then, you know, that was another factor, another indicator that she could point at and say, look, if he's able to, he, if he's able to become that, why, why is this boy mm. not able to amount to anything but the victim of a knife offence? I mean, can can anyone explain that logic to me? Mm. You know, we're talking about victim shaming. Yeah, this is Mm. this is something else. This is this is off the scale. So somebody dies, and apparently it's his fault. Yeah. Okay. And not not having known about the 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 circumstances of the offence in full, because we haven't had the trial. You definitely, she had not done any research and spoken to people about what's alleged to have happened mm. even it's it was just on the basis in my view mm. that this was yes i can say the word another mm. young black man who had died in a knife um in in circumstances where a knife had been used and so for that reason alone she was able to conclude that it was his fault and we're just not telling it like it is mm. how is it katie how how much time have you spent around young black men, young black people in fact? Like how much how much information do you know about us to actually give such such an opinion, such an informed opinion such as, as yours? How many how many um areas have you been to for a series of time which have, you know, the the majority of people be black and be young and be male? How much time have you spent like you she just comes off like she's so like she's she's the matrix of everything she knows everything and, and it's like knows. and you know absolutely nothing but she wasn't even trying here I, I just i just i just feel like she was just race baiting mm. i felt like she was just she, I, i'm still really really angry about mm. it i'm still really really angry about it because that boy just died recently mm. i don't even know if he's buried yet do you know I? Do you know I? I with people like Katie Hopkins, like I don't even blame her. What I do um, blame are these these publications and these TV shows that give her a platform to speak yeah. her nonsense. I don't understand why she's here. I don't understand what she's doing. I don't understand how this benefits anyone. Having her say things. I mean, she was talking about immigrants and how she would kind of like. Um, fire a hose at immigrants who were, you know, immigrants that are on the boat and are so desperate to get there, they're literally putting their lives at risk. 
the way she she talks about fat people, and the she way she talks them about cockroaches as well. Yeah, she, she did. The way she talks about people who are overweight, the way she talks about just everything is just like to the extreme. It's like Katie, we are so bored of your nonsense. Why don't you go and sort yourself out, love, and leave us alone? Mm. That is it. Yeah. Even talking about kids and their names, like haven't you got nothing to do? Yeah, I don't. You know what? Scrap that. I don't. I don't even want her in shady corner. I want her off, off, off the earth, <laughs> <laughs> off the earth. I just can't. be, just go away, yeah. go away. Just a waste of space. And the fact that I have to pay TV license to see this this big nose, oh yeah, somebody on my on spouting my TV spouting views. nonsense. Yeah, I know, I know. So but you're right. Move, she she can just she can just do one. And let's put in shady corner those publications that choose to give somebody like her a platform. Actually, mm. and again, we won't say they're 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 wasting. They know who names. they are. Yeah, it's okay. They know who they are. We're tired of seeing her. So yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap that up with shady corner. Move on to the light. Yeah. You putting into the light. I am putting into the light. Oh, do you know what? I'm gonna put into the light. Um, Doneo. He's got a new tune out. Oh, My it? circle. <laughs> I heard it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard it, and I really like it, yeah. and um, I really have a lot of respect for his hustle. Yeah. So um, I'm going to put him into the light and check out his tune. He's got there. There are two other artists. I don't mm. really know who they are um, in it, but um, I listened to the tune, and I actually thought I thought it was really good. I like the beat and yeah. all the rest of it. I didn't like the use of the n words, mm-hmm. but I like when they talk about. Um, girls, they just say. What's girls. it called again? My circle. My circle. Yeah. I have to listen that. So to check that, that out, Doneo. Yeah. Um, into the light. Keep up the hustle, Team UK, as they used to say. Mm-hmm. And all of that. All right. Who so are you putting into the light? I am putting into the light. Big up to John Legend, who's produced this amazing show that I'm just absolutely hooked on. I can't wait to watch episode seven tomorrow. It's called Underground, Ooh. and it stars um, Journey Smollett, who is Jussie Smollett's. Sister. sister yeah you know he plays jamal in empire mm-hmm. and it's really good it basically it's about the underground railroad that you what know, yeah it's it's dope no you've been holding out on me I, t- was, I think i posted it in the in the group and said this is amazing i'm on episode seven i watched it back to back up Where until is it? what's it what does it play you on? can watch it you can watch four episodes on youtube and the rest you'll have to watch on vodlocker or something like that right 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 but okay. i'll send you the link is re- when i first i was like oh not another slave kind of-esque movie but it's not it's literally about how you know they li- had to escape from Massa mm-hmm. and just how they kind of like go through the railroad. And so who is it? A family of slaves? It's, or a... um, it's, it's, it's like, oh God, I can't even describe it to you, but um, J- Journey Smollett plays a young girl who's brought up on a, on a plantation. Right. Obviously her daddy is the slave master who, you know, obviously is having his way with, you know, her mum. Mm. And he's got several kids. So she's one of them. And one of the overseers tries to rape her. So she kills him and then she runs away. Mm. And there's this young boy that she's like kind of like befriended. And he's he likes to, he runs away a lot. Mm. But there's there's so much going on. I can't even break it down. There's too many amazing oh, wow. characters in there. I'm there's, excited. There's one character in particular. I can't remember the name of the actor, but I think he was in Oz. I don't know if you've watched Oz. No. Oz was like a prison drama before The Wire, before Power, before it was amazing. Right. And um, he was in it and he plays this character in there who 
it's his job to catch the slaves. However, he has this one black man who's his friend. And I want to know the backstory to that as to why he's friends with him. But you're out there catching all of these 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 runaway slaves. Like there's mm. something not... And he he was trained by the Indians how to track people in the woods and things. Mm. The story is dope. Like I can't get into it too much because there's so much going on. Yeah, no you have spoilers, to watch no it. And I don't want to spoil it for you. Well, it's called Underground. Like I said, there's four episodes on YouTube. Watch it before they take them down. And then go... <laughs> Go on to Bodlocker and watch the rest because I'm hooked. I can't wait for tomorrow's episode. Okay, don't t- don't don't say that we never tell you anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you are the light, John Legend. Thank you for kind of bringing this story rather than kind of doing the typical, you know, oh I'm a slave and like watch narrative. we get beaten all the time and you know yeah. all the rest of it and then watch you know this white savior come and save me. Right, and right. that's that's not this story at all. Yeah. It really isn't. Okay, and shout out to John Legend and Chrissy Teigen, who looked amazing all the way through her pregnancy. Yeah, she, she now did. Had a baby I love girl. her. I love Chrissy Teigen. She's Ooh. hilarious. I still, in my head, see her cutting her eye at Iggy Azalea on the red carpet. <laughs> 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 you see, that's why we love her. That's why we love it. So, this has been Two Girls and a Mic. Yeah, um, baby. You have been great. Thanks for listening. La, you've been a great co-host. As always, man. <laughs> I try my best to just, you know, give myself 100%. But yeah, join us when we're back next week and we should have a guest. And I can't remember which one it is. because um, So same time next week? Same time next week. We out. We out. Mm. Mm.